Hello, club members. I'm Kate. And I'm Ariana. And we're back with another mini episode or minisode. Uh, this is the space where, like I've said before, we talk about our hyper focus of the week. Um, as long as it's somewhat spoopy related, we're very generous with that. So, uh oh. This is going to be, can I guess what this is going to be? I Just don't think you're going to guess. <laughs> I, I don't think you're going to guess. This is going to be some kind of animatronic puppet something if only, honey <laughs> if i had a youtube channel it, yes it would be but because this is not a visual medium unfortunately no this episode is not about animatronics Aww. it is about bodies though Ooh, ariana i think i talked to you about this briefly once um but i kind of have an irrational fear of mount everest <gasps> Ooh, is this about people dying on mount everest it is because a oh, lot okay. of people die on Mount Everest. So <laughs> it freaks me out. So first of all, let's just talk about Mount Everest. Like let's explain like even if no one had ever climbed it ever, I would still be afraid of it. Like it's a scary thing to me. It's a scary thing. It's big. Yeah. So it's it's big. It's the <laughs> highest mountain in the world. Um, the peak altitude is 29,000 feet. Do you it's get the harshest sickness? conditions. Oh, um, do you get altitude sickness? Not only do you get acute mountain sickness, which is essentially... I actually meant, do you specifically get altitude sickness? Like, in general? Are you prone to oh. that? Oh, oh, yes. Oh, really? You don't, we went to Colorado together. You don't remember that? We both oh, felt just, yeah. like, weird. Oh, yeah, yeah. We felt weird. We felt like, um, we had a little headache. On, like, dizzy. Yeah, a little lightheaded. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So, like, that was just at, like denver levels <laughs> denver's again we're, denver's like a mile above sea level this is twenty nine thousand feet above sea level and for oh my for my also like eight thousand nine hundred meters Ugh. yes you can get altitude sickness um but there's a so like altitude sickness you get like headaches you can get dizzy it's like uncomfortable but there's also other types that you can get at higher altitudes so there's oh like high altitude pulmonary edema that's like stage two of altitude sickness so that like we're getting deadly now like your lungs can fill with fluid it's like it's a medical emergency yeah that's exactly right it's it's very much like the opposite of the bend so you get the bends if you're a scuba diver scuba diver and you come up to surface altitude too quickly this is like the opposite of that literally but it can get worse so like (laughs) uh, that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying like i it's like it attracts a specific kind of person, which is honestly like we need people like this. Like they're like really admirable, really courageous, really brave. But also I'm just like, n- no, no. Will no. would do it. If someone, if someone came up to Will and was like, climb Mount Everest with me, he'd be like, all right. Will would 100%. Okay, so I feel he like he's really, mentioned it to um, me before. He should really take a listen to this little mini episode. Because <laughs> no, he shouldn't. The death rate, that's okay, to climb it, about 900 people climb Mount Everest a year. Okay. The success rate is 4%. That's extremely low. Okay. The death rate is 1%. 1% of people who go up there will die. So there's like (laughs) only four times higher chance that you'll be successful and make Make it to the top. Yes. That's the gamble you will die. (laughs) Yes. Wow. Okay. Also, it can get worse. Like, you can also get, like, I forget what it's called. It's, like, the third worst kind of altitude sickness. It's, like, high-altitude cerebral edema. That's what it is. And you get cerebral edema, which is where your brain swells and you're dead within, like, 
a day. So it's bad. It's really bad. And you have to climb it very slowly. The slowly. average journey is two months. Yeah, you just have to go slow. And there's a there's a zone called the death zone that I'll talk about. But Ooh. today we're going to be talking about the dead bodies. Let's get. I want to talk about the dead bodies because it's important to know that a lot of people die and you can't get them off the mountain. Yeah, they just like die and like their bodies there forever. And you're like hiking and you like hike past dead people. You will encounter a dead body. <laughs> so like the like the there is this woman who was talking about that. She's the woman's um, world record holder. I don't remember her name, but she oh, nice. broke the woman's world record back or in like 2018. Speed or like what? How do you break a record? Is the record maybe speed? speed. It has to be speed. Yeah. yeah. Um, she saw seven dead bodies. Seven. She saw seven dead bodies. So she recalled that one man's body in particular looked alive to her because, quote, the wind was blowing his hair. That doesn't <laughs> She's delusional. That's grim. <laughs> That's grisly as hell. So just a warning to everyone. We are going to be talking about one particular dead body today. Maybe two. Oh. Um, so this episode is a bit macabre it's a bit ghastly um not my normal thing but today we're going to be talking about the very tragic story of mount mount everest climber her name was fran arsentiev but she's commonly known now because of how her corpse was laid out oh god as sleeping beauty oh of course she the was patriarchy there. added again she no, was uh, i know <laughs> i know nothing heroic for her like she's doing this heroic thing and they're like oh she's Princess. beautiful Sad, beautiful princess. God, that's so annoying. <laughs> and this woman was such a badass, too. So like, I know. That's what I mean. It's so stupid. Yeah. It's really, really stupid. Sleeping beauty. <laughs> Guys, it, but she is one of 200 dead bodies up there. Wow. And, that, and, the, and so, like, here's the thing. Like I said, you can't just go get them. Like, because it's like, oh, my God. Like, imagine, like, your family member is stuck up there. Like, you'd want to go retrieve that body. But if they're above camp, too, which is... I think 21,000 feet um, okay. above sea level. A helicopter can't get to you. The only really? way you're coming down, they cannot go that high. The only way you're coming down is if you're being carried. And also keep in mind that you are frozen to the ground. Oh, shit. And that you need oxygen. So it's expensive, number one. It costs tens of thousands of dollars to attempt it. And it's extremely dangerous. You're going to a, a place where someone died because of the conditions at that place. So yeah, people have died trying to retrieve bodies off of Everest at certain altitudes. Wow. Yikes. Isn't that so grim? Bring your ice pick. Jesus, bring your ice them. pick. Scrape them off oh the rocks. Oh my God, off the mountain. Well, that's the thing. So the actual death toll is even worse. Oh no. Over 322 people have died on Mount Everest since they first started exploring it in the 20s. So Ariana, why are there less bodies than people that died? Do you think they were all rescued? The answer is no. Because people are eating them. No. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, what a twist this episode would have. I was like, what is, where are we because going Because of the this? cannibalistic colony on Mount Everest. You heard it here first, folks. Don't go. <laughs> um I no it's because they blow off the mountain oh shit <laughs> i know is that not fucking horrifying so they just, like, roll down the mountain and then just like that but they're they're gone goodbye oh and then they aren't found they're right? just gone yeah so yeah oh, um the, and let's talk about the main ways that you can go um because i think it's worth you know some perspective of like 
I'm going to go hunt Mount. I'm going to go hike Mount Everest. Like how dangerous is this actually? So these are your threats. The main reason that people die, what would you guess? Uh, Hypothermia. That's a really good guess. And surprisingly, no. That's Mm. number four. Number one is avalanches. (laughs) Is that not like some fucking Bugs Bunny shit? I'm like, Uh, an avalanche? I've how never. You, I, why would I prevent... get anywhere near where an avalanche could possibly happen to me? Oh my god, skiing an avalanche could happen to you though. Not where I'm skiing, girl. We... <laughs> that was my we're not skiing fear. in the Alps. That was we're my skiing at a West Virginia ski resort. It's great. <laughs> oh wow, avalanche! How do you even prevent that? Um, you can't, you can't. dude. Mm-hmm. Like I think it was in 2020. I got it right here in in 2015. That was the deadliest year in Mount Everest history because an avalanche killed 19 people in one fell swoop. Oh, my God. Dead. Uh, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they still use dogs to find people? I don't know that you're going to smell anything up there. I think it's just like you come oh. across a body or like oh. you know where it is. I don't mm. even know how you'd retrieve a body if you didn't know where they are. Like a lot of these counts say 12 people died, five are presumed missing. That's the count for 2023. Because wow. they haven't found the body, but like if they're not, if they haven't found you, you're dead somewhere. Yeah, that's it's true. It's that impossible. It's like that insane of a attempt to go get these bodies. And so that's, it's just freaky. And it looks all rainbow. Like you see these pictures and it's all these beautiful rainbow parkas of these corpses that are decades old. Oh, shit. It's a graveyard. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, let's talk about one specific person. And so okay. that is Fran. That's our girl Fran. She's one of the most famous bodies up there. So bodies became, bodies kind of become landmarks okay. for whenever you're hiking Everest. How They're grim. Like, turn left like, when you see the sleeping beauty body. Yes. Like how many warnings do you need to not do this? <laughs> anyway, so Fran, she's incredible. She's been mountaineering since she was six. Uh, she's wow. Russian and so she and her husband Sergey they're big climbers they've climbed they've summited successfully many mountains in I'm Russia sure. and she was like a record setter in women's climbing she was really impressive so apparently just climbing Mount Everest isn't enough these days because that happens extremely rarely but not rare enough for these people right for certain people right um so she's like not I'm I'm going to summit Mount Everest and I'm going to do it without the use of supplemental oxygen. Why? <laughs> why? We'll, we'll, we'll get to why that's a bad idea. Wait, has she done it? This is her first time doing it. And she decides on to Mount just Everest? do it On Mount Everest? I don't oxygen. know if she had done that. She might have done that on other summits, but just oh, not Everest. Oh, okay. She's probably like... I don't know that I for a fact, but okay. I would fucking hope that she wouldn't... Yeah. That she would start on a different mountain <laughs> if she was going to... Right. I hope this You're wasn't right. her first go... You're right. I guess I meant is did she climb Mount Everest with oxygen and then try to climb it again without? But she probably did not. No. She probably this just is her climbed first climb. other places without oxygen. Yes. Okay. That's okay. what I, that's my guess. Yeah. That makes why sense. The, otherwise, this is absolutely like it's insane. Okay. Yeah. If it's her first time trying it without oxygen, that's like yeah, not smart. that's on you at that point. But I don't I don't think that's what happened. But she's clearly a very courageous, adventurous spirit. And so she and her husband Sergey arrive at base camp. This is back in May of 1998. So okay. they're at base camp. Day one, they ascend to the advanced base. They, they ascend from the advanced base camp up to the first. The first height they think they reach in a day is 7,700 meters, which is pretty great. They climb again the next day, another like 
8,000 meters, but now that means that we are at Camp 6. So Camp 6 is 27,000 feet above sea level. So that puts us in a place called the death zone. That's like where planes go. You're like... What? You're like 10... Yeah, you said 27,000 feet, right? Yeah. Yeah, and planes are at 36,000 feet. So you're like... and And that's why planes are pressurized. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about what happens when you go that high. You're fucked. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of fucked. So it's important to note that most, unlike most mountains, most mountains you don't need supplemental oxygen. You definitely need it if you're going to climb Mount if you're going to climb Mount Everest because of how much of it is in the death zone. So mm-hmm. remember, and it, this is like a five to six week journey because your body physically needs time to acclimate to the kinds right. of conditions that you're putting the, the yeah. them in and the air once you get to this death zone it's so thin like you, it's the difference in atmospheric pressure right so um the higher you go the thinner the air is it's less right. dense so mm-hmm. that means that when you're breathing the same amount of air as you're on the ground mountain air you're just getting less oxygen mm-hmm. per breath yeah. there's just very little oxygen there right so the dead zone is when where the air is so thin that it's unsustainable for human life Wow. We are not supposed to be there. Yeah. Like our, just like our fleshy little bodies, your body and your mind deteriorate at those heights. I'm sure. I'm sure. You can't so freaking you're think. Losing you can't, vital functions. Let alone climb a freaking mountain. You can't just stand there and exist. And, and, and you can get delirious. Yeah. So there, you have like a loss of like you're you're delirious so you're it's hard to make these decisions under stress as it is and then you you're misreading maps you're weak so you fall more you're more likely to fall and so mount everest has 14 peaks that are in this death zone oh my god so like you sure about that guys i wouldn't about that you sure about that So yeah, essentially once you get into that death zone and you hit like the level of delirium, like you, you're, you're dead within days, but you could be dead within hours. It just depends on what your body decides to do to you. And it's not up to you. How do you, how do you bring supplemental oxygen? It's like, I'm assuming you have a tank. You carry it. Yeah. You have to carry a tank with you. The tank mm-hmm. has to be a special tank that can withstand changes in pressure, I'm sure. Yeah. There's all sorts of, you know, people take Viagra and shit before they I'm sure. go on mountains. I'm sure. Yeah, because they can get pulmonary hypertension just because of how high up they are. Yeah. And mm-hmm. also it can improve your gas exchange. Like, and nice. people are buying like hyperbaric chambers that they can take with them so that they're not getting. What? Yeah, yeah. So like, there's a lot of stuff you can do. How do you bring that with you? Yeah, so you have to carry all of it. That's the problem. And so that's why. a chamber? You ha- you decide like it's like the organ like trail you know bag. what I mean maybe it's like yeah, a sleeping yeah. bag size yeah you just, you have to be able to carry it and it's wow. like hope you brought stuff to survive these climbs I hope, wow. hope you got safety gear I hope you have food and water oh my god and oxygen you need that well Jesus. she doesn't have it so back to Fran um so they they phone in by radio at this point and they're like hey we're gonna make the summit attempt um. So they start it, but then their headlamps fail, so they have to go back. Um, and then they try the next day. They try again. They're in this death zone. They don't, they don't make it far at all, and they, they have to turn around. So they now have two failed attempts to get to the summit because mm. of how horrific the conditions are. Sure. So they begin their final ascent to the summit. They're in the death zone, extremely low oxygen, very little time. 
And because they didn't bring oxygen on purpose, <laughs> they have to move even slower yeah. to let their body acclimate. So because they're so slow, they are now hiking dangerously late in the evening. Oh. So they're forced to go back down below oh no. the death zone again. But then during the course of them trying to get back down, like kind of like hiking as much as they could, it's getting dark. They, they have no choice but to go back. They get separated. Oh. Are they just, just so, them two? Just those two, just oh. Sergey and Fran. Don't you Fran need a guide? Husband. Like I always thought you needed a guide. Like I thought you needed someone. Um, so I, I, I don't like you can who, hire like, a Sherpa and trust me, Sherpas die on this mountain, so it's not like they are a guarantee going to get you yeah. there. Yeah, but Maybe yeah, they didn't guides have a only to a certain level. I bet that's it. No Sherpas have summited Mount Everest. Many have. Oh, okay, but I guess I thought everyone who went had to have like someone. Like a guide, like a professional. Apparently person with not. Yeah. Apparently, you can just go. You can just walk yeah. on up there. Yeah. Hike Plus, on this up was there. like what thirty years ago. So who knows if yeah, things have changed? Yeah, this was the nineties. Yeah. Well, it's gotten worse. The death rate's gotten worse, and it's overcrowded. But you know, that's that's oh, not what we're here to talk about. Yeah, I don't want to talk about how it's getting worse. Let's just talk about Fran. So, <laughs> during the course of the evening, they become separated. Sergey makes his way down to camp the next morning. Like, they he, they both hunker down separately. Sergey goes back down to base camp um, the next morning, and Fran's not there. So he's mm. like, he understands that because she, is not, she has not made it down to base camp, she, that means that she is up higher on the mountain. Right. Which is not good. And so not he good. goes back up to get her, and he carries oxygen and medicine. Good. Yes. So, um... The next day, no, that same day, I think, uh, she's found. Someone, a, a group finds Fran. There's a group that's hiking and they're like, uh, they're doing like the last bit of the summit. So Fran's way at the top. Yeah. And they, they come across her. She's hunkered down. She's not, she's like barely there. She's barely conscious because she's oxygen Oh, she's still alive she's, though. Okay. Yeah, she's still alive. She spent nice. like a night out there, but she's, and she's frozen and fucked, but Fuck. she's still alive. She can't move on her own. And so they they um, stop their summit and they give her oxygen and they're trying to carry her down. So they can they carry her down the mountain. Nice. But then they start running out of oxygen. Oh God! And they're becoming more and more fatigued because they're rationing their oxygen. And so they have to make the horrific choice to ditch her, leave her. Ooh shit so they they have to leave her and they and, and, and again they're going down so it's not like they're like oh sorry anyway we're gonna go back up to mount everett you know, we're gonna right, live our right. dream they're sorry, gonna go like, try they were, to recoup they were doing what they could and yeah. uh they had to leave her and the last words that she was oh. ever heard saying was please don't leave me oh that's horrible how horrible how that horrible sucks. Yeah, but I mean, they so, tried. They gave her oxygen. They brought her lower. There's not. That's they what helped. I'm saying. It's like you can't do any. You can't do anything. Yeah, even they after have all died dead. if she hadn't. If they hadn't, left they would have all died. A hundred percent, they would have all died. Yeah, sucks. So the next day, she's still alive. Oh, okay, nice. This group of mountaineers finds her. They're almost to the summit. They come across her, but she's in really, really bad shape. Um, she's in the exact same place where they left her. Um. Nearby, they were, they found Sergey's um, rope and his ice axe, which means that he had been around there. Her husband had, had may, maybe found her, but we can't find Sergey anyway. Oh my god! <laughs> um, so is these there two a, people, mo- like, like a documentary they- about this? This sounds familiar to me. 
Is there like a movie? No, I, not that I know of. Not that oh, okay, I know okay. of. Okay, okay, okay. This is my own disgusting interest and horror. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Anyway, they're like, okay, these nice people, they call up their summit. They're trying to help Fran for like over an hour, but she's she's done. Like she's not, she's like clearly not going to make it. And because of where she is, they kind of can, they have to make that judgment call, you know, like you're yeah. still alive, but you are clearly not going to make you're it. You're not going to make ju- it. Even if we could carry you, you're not going to make it the journey down. Yeah. So while they were there, she died. Oh. <laughs> she was lying on her side. She was still clipped to her guide rope. And Aww. she was 40 years old. Aww. And her corpse was there for nearly a decade. Yeah. And Yikes. she became a very famous landmark on the trek to the summit. Because, again, she's near the top. And her corpse, like I said, was named Sleeping Beauty. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they got her body... Um, it took until it was in 2007 that the Mountaineers, I think, that had first met her um, <gasps> made okay. a mission to go back and Aww. get her body. They they wanted to get her body. And also there was this there's this very famous body named Green Boots because he has green boots who's Aww. been there a long time um, because both of them were very, very plainly visible from the main climbing route. So they wanted to move her right. um, and they were able to do it. So they well, they located her body they like did like a ritual and then they essentially just dropped her down the mountain what what do you mean like yeah, kicked her so over she, like what? ice picked her over did <gasps> a prayer and then slid her down the mountain face so she at least wasn't in view of everybody okay okay because the, the like to get her down is impossible you will have to physically carry like that's yeah. not they would risk their own lives and that's not what you should do and that's not what you, you shouldn't risk your life for a no dead body yeah i agree for a body but yeah. uh, the respect to like yeah move it to a different place and i will say green boots if you guys look up green boots uh the chinese government did move his body also to a different location okay okay so his wife would have peace so oh yeah that's my super uh, macabre story wait what of... happened to sergey is he dead so uh-oh yes then so essentially a year later they find Sergei's body really low down the face of the mountain. Oh, no. Because he had fallen while he was trying to rescue Fran. No. Is that Aww. not the saddest? Like, I can't. That's very sad. Very sad. Shit. Yeah, well. not very spoopy today. Just very, very sad. But in conclusion, stay away. Yeah. Oh, my God. Stop going up there. i pictures right now. Jeez, it's so sad. Yeah, you can, not that you should, but yeah, it's very easy to find photos of her body. Because like I said, she was right on the main trail, which is why yeah. so many people walked past her. Oh my God, I can't even imagine. Damn. Oh my God. No chance that I'm going to do that. But I, you know, mad respect to her for attempting to break a record for women. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for real. I think it's, you know, it's about the adrenaline. Very Amelia Earhart of her. Yes, it is. Add her to the list. Amelia Earhart. Add her to the list. Yeah. It's a long, her, her full name is long, so I'll see if we can. Yeah, her full name add is Add to Francis. the list. Francis Yarbrough de Stefano Arsentiev. But she went mm. by Fran, so. Aw, Fran. Anyway, pour one out We're for Fran tonight. Fran. Yep, pour one out, and uh, that's <laughs> all I got. How are you feeling, Ariana? <laughs> Did I finally manage to depress you? That was sad. Um, But yeah, I mean, like, Mount Everest. That is 
intense for a reason you know has that reputation and people are adrenaline junkies so like I kind of get it but you know it's a risk you take it's calculated risk there's so many ways you can die just keep that in mind yeah yeah um yeah I don't know if I would ever attempt something that would be both like mentally and physically difficult like pick one you know what I mean (laughs) yeah like god like let's give me a fighting chance shall we it sounds crazy yeah i don't know if delirium or horrific fatigue which one you can't have both (laughs) like maybe one of those i could handle not both (laughs) i'll deliriously run around at sea level that's fine mix in some hypoxia i'm having a bad time sea level yeah we're regular delirious yeah can't go higher that's why we were so loopy in denver we would yeah could never yeah, absolutely not. Denver's Denver's high up, but not. It's only like a mile above. We're talking what, ten miles above? Sea yeah, level? something like that. Yeah, Ugh, crazy. So um, don't do it, please, club members, because I love you. But if you do, you have my support, and please don't die and bring oxygen. Yeah, if you're gonna do it, do it right. That's the thing, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Like, like uh, don't stop trying to break records. Stop it. It makes mommy sad. Don't do that. Well, like you can try to break records. Just like do it in a slower way. Like like I feel like do Everest with oxygen first. And then if with you like, want to do it again. Ready to bail. Without oxygen. Sure. Try that. But I feel like you should do it first with oxygen. <laughs> I feel like you shouldn't do it at all. But that's just me. Because guess what? <laughs> you can bring oxygen and then a fucking avalanche kills you. That's true. Anyway, and you can't terrifying. do anything. Just scares about the shit that. out of me. Yeah. And I'll never step foot on that mountain, but I'm still like I I get like chills when I think about it. Ariana, <laughs> Does when the we ride were at in Disney line creepy. Yes! Up? When we were in line for that little Mount Everest themed ride at Disney World. Wait, did we that's both all start I talking about of. the Disney Everest ride at the same time? <laughs> what is I love that for us, honestly. <laughs> we're Disney like- adults over here. <laughs> Full Disney adults talking about, anyway, back that ride. <laughs> There's a Mount Everest themed ride. And I'm pretty sure that's the only time I brought that up to you. I brought it up to you briefly because I'm like, I'm not going to completely kill the mood. Oh, you know what? Maybe that's where I've heard it. Yeah, that's it was me on <laughs> in mm. line for that family theme park ride. Yeah. Oh, every, okay. every time I see a bunch of colorful parkas together, I just get like. Freaked out. Yeah, it's intense. Yeah. Mm hmm. Well, that was interesting. Thanks for letting me know. I love learning these terrible, depressing stories. So, yeah, watch out, guys. Thanks. (laughs) Just stay safe. And I guess stay spoopy. Stay spoopy. Bye, don't climb a mountain. Bye.